in my legs. I have rat legs. Season one, episodes, uh, what are we on? Seven, eight, nine. Or, or eight, nine, ten. Eight, but nine, ten. Nine, but we're roll on the episode theme four. music, baby. No! We're so thirsty, but we cannot drink it for all the one on fourth half residencies. We can't find something that makes us come up. Break down the walls and eat all your moms. And if you come attack us, you become delicious like gross and we won't feel bad for you at all. And if you're in the server, come see me, come as ever. Come to the secret, we have a ball. And we're back. Wow. Hi, guys. <laughs> How are you all this week? Um, Great. I'm sleepy. And I'm tired from work, but you know what? I'm good. I'm already uh, drowning in homework, but it's fine. Ew. Hey, well, you sound great, Ben. I do. This is a brand new microphone. Uh, I wish I had a microphone. I don't have any schoolwork because I dropped out. <laughs> I elected for another five years. <laughs> ben and I are I graduated this year. I'm going to turn your volume up, Brian. I feel like I can barely hear you. Why? I don't know. Are you sad? Are you having a, a bad day? No, I am. I'm fine. Everything is fine. It sounds like something might not be fine there, Brian. No, everything's fine. Hey, well, I'm Sullivan Harris. Uh, we'll do your therapy session at the end of the episode. I'm the big schnoz titan. I'm watching the dub of Attack on Titan for the, like, second time. And today, I am drinking... Uh, it's The brand is Numi Organic Tea. And the type is uh, Ruibos, which is an African tea. It's supposed to help you sleep, so hopefully I will calm the fuck down for this episode. And, uh... Yeah, it's all it's all right. Kind of tastes gross. Kind of tastes like sour piss. But have you been wild for the past couple episodes? What? Have you been off the rails the past couple episodes? Yeah, he's insane. You know, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I should be admitted to an asylum because uh, oh, I'm really? just kind of twisted. You know, ever since I watched that Joker movie, something that Joker just changed movie? inside of me. No one liked that bit. Someone else introduced themselves. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ben Mannix, and I'm the beard tits and ass titan. Um, That's so close I, to being BTS. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, I'm the sub, dub, and manga reader. <laughs> I'm everything. <laughs> Do you have any tea? Tea? Uh, I'm super pumped. Uh, last night at midnight, I read the... Chapter 133. <laughs> <God> damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was exciting. Tea, like drinking tea. Fucking. <laughs> Do you have a cup of tea? Oh, that kind of tea. <laughs> yes, I have a. Um, I'm drinking honey and something else white tea. I forget. Is it ginseng? No, it's something sweet. I honestly <laughs> forgot what the second one is. It's two parts. Honey and something. I forget. Honey and something else sweet. Is it oranges i don't know apples no chocolate no brian yes me <laughs> honey and brian what about me yeah because you're sweet oh 
You're sweet. You're well. You know and what's what? What's your name? Right back at you. Uh, my name. My name is Brian. I'm known as uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog Titan. And today I'm drinking. I don't even have water in my water bottle, so I'm drinking absolutely goddamn nothing. So and that's just, how it's gonna be. This is the least effort you've ever put in because usually you at oh, least yeah. have a mug. But I this like time, no, I, I, like I don't have last anything. Time he's like, I'll just get a jug of iced tea, right? Yeah, you didn't even do that bit. <laughs> I was talking to Chris yesterday and he said, uh, so unfortunately, Chris could not join us for this episode because he had work. Um, but Loser. I was talking to Chris yesterday and he said he's going to come to your house, Brian, uh, and force brew you a pot of tea. <laughs> so you'll actually have a cup of tea on one of these episodes. You know what? I would enjoy that. Uh, today, we are covering episodes 8, 9, and 10. We're also doing a little bit of episode 7 because Brian was a bad boy last week and forgot I'm sorry. to watch I, it. Um, so that is episode 8, which is I Can Hear His Heartbeat. Episode 9, which is uh, What Happened to His Left Arm. <laughs> uh, and episode 10, which is the response. So, Brian, let's start out. What are your thoughts on episode seven? Because we had a delicious conversation about it, uh, and you were not here for it. Delicious? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, hold on. I have to... Tasted like honey and Brian. <laughs> Ew. Hold on. I have to look over my notes to just kind of recap what happened. Because I had to watch four episodes instead of three. And whose fault is that? Uh, Obama's. God's. Yep. God's fault. <laughs> yeah, it was God's fault. God came to you in a dream okay. and was like, Brian Taborny, <laughs> you shall not watch episode seven of Attack on Titan, for I am the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, so episode seven. Um, I thought that episode seven, it introduced the concept of an ally titan, which I yeah, thought was a very, thing. very interesting. Um, I thought it was a very interesting concept to have, which mm -hmm. I was not expecting. Um, uh, there's a lot of Mikasa stuff. Yeah, Mikasa. It, it, Mikasa in this episode, she. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make this comparison. She reminded me a lot of like Luke Skywalker. Really, I have no idea what you mean yeah. by that. <laughs> because she, in this episode, she comes off as like the one remaining hope that everybody has. Cause she's okay. like up until this point, she's like the only person who's killed a Titan and is able to. Yeah. Cause in this episode, the, the whole squad, they start like kicking ass and then they fucking die again. Mm -hmm. So she was like the, she's literally in this episode, like the only person who's killed a Titan thus far. So she reminded me a lot of like Luke Skywalker because she's has like this, like she's the only, literally the only hope that anybody has left. You know, you say Luke Skywalker, but for the life of me, I can't remember a single thing Luke Skywalker did in the original trilogy. <laughs> he kind of just whines and then he fights Darth Vader at one point. He whines. He whines a lot. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, he's like, oh, the, he, he talks to, he talks to ketamine frogs. <laughs> yeah, that he does. <laughs> Kermit the ketamine frog. <laughs> um <laughs> I fucking shut up. Um dude fucking shoots himself in the library or, or whatever that Hell whatever yeah. that part was. Yeah. He literally like 
He literally takes a shotgun and fucking puts it in his mouth. And I was like, God damn, dude. Yeah. That's one. That's a part that like genuinely has stuck with me. Like after my first time watching it, like I remember that scene very vividly. Legit, because it's like you you literally have the same reaction that the girl next to him does. Because she's like, "What?" She's like, "What are you doing?" The the shotgun's not going to do anything. And then he puts it in his mouth, and you're just like, "Oh, yeah. oh, you mean that?" Uh-huh. Okay, all right, yeah, um, yeah. So. I thought episode seven was, I thought episode seven was really good and had a lot of good moments in it. What would you rate it on my perfect unflawed rating system? I would rate it my dog barking. It doesn't sound like a, a tear on my perfectly thought out rating system. <laughs> uh, I would give it like a, translate this, I would give it a four. A four? That would be a wall. Yeah. Rose? I think Rose is four. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Yes, Rose is four. Okay. Um, This is like in high school when like one kid would be absent (laughs) on a very important day and the teacher wouldn't just like be like, yeah, here's the notes. Learn it yourself. They would just instead spend the next day uh, just going over the exact same shit for that one person. (laughs) Recapping. Uh, Let's go into episode eight though, shall we? Do you have anything else you want to say about seven, Brian? No, I'm I'm good on that. All right, dope. Episode eight. I can hear his heartbeat. Uh, so we open up on. So like last episode, we talked about how we couldn't really remember how episode seven ended, and it's because yeah, it just kind of cuts in the middle of a scene. Uh, and in this episode, we cut right back into it. It's Connie. It's Mikasa. It's Armin on the roof of a building. Uh, the Titan just this hair Titan just showed up and beat the snot out of a bunch of Titans. Um, and Armin, so they're, they're about to go run and start to storm the headquarters of everyone else. But Armin is like, wait, 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 I got another idea. Uh, this may sound completely insane, but we can maybe use that other Titan to help us in our attack. Cause it seems to be just attacking other Titans and it's not attacking us. Bef- um, before and- that happens, there's actually a really mo- interesting moment inside Armin's head where he like keeps like repeating like my friends are going to die again because of me. Clearly, kind mm-hmm. of exemplifying that trauma he had from his first t- encounter with the Titans. Yeah, and losing literally uh-huh. yeah. everyone. Yeah, um, and this is kind of so we talked about last episode how like him giving the gas to Mikasa was kind of like his first bit of strategy, mm-hmm. um, and that almost kind of like builds him up to have the confidence to be like, okay, but wait, hear me out. <laughs> um, big brain Armin yeah galaxy brain Armin and so they Connie's kind of like hesitant on it um, but he eventually comes around and is like yeah okay let's do this and I love that it's Connie who's here in this scene because there isn't really anyone I can think of and it just speaks to like the strong characterization of the show that would go along with this plan just kind of like off the cuff like I really can't imagine like John or Sasha like jiving with this like Connie has that kind of chaotic energy that would hop on this plan. Well, maybe Sasha, but definitely Connie, just because it's like, it's been established. Connie's not really a thinker. Yeah. He's like very quick Uh and skilled and agile. He's a good fighter. I mean, let's not forget Connie was in the top 10. Yeah. Like, um, but he's not very smart. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's very much, he's not really, he doesn't have the leader traits like 
um, John has. He doesn't have the brain yeah. like um, Armin has. So yeah. he's just like a good soldier. Like a good dependable guy to have by your side. Um, but we cut. So they decide they're going to do it. They're going to kind of like corral the this hair titan to the HQ and have him fight for them. Then we cut to John, back to John, who in the last episode, he uh, we had like the scene where a bunch of his uh, scouts he was working with, not scouts, uh, soldiers he was flying with, they were all flying towards the headquarters to try to take <laughs> it back. And one of them gets sweeped by a, a titan and a couple go in to try to save him and they all just get wrecked and start getting eaten. And then we had that moment where Jean's on top of this building. He's like, I'm not a leader. I should not be in this position. Why was this put on me? But then yeah. just like something switches in him. He like realizes, holy shit, this is our shot. And he makes that call that like no one else could make. And it's like, we need to use this moment of our friends being eaten to storm the HQ while these Titans are distracted. And I, I really love... Which is kind of fucked up. It is fucked bit. up. But that's his yeah. character. His character is like having this balance of empathy and strategy and being able to like make those calls when push comes to shove. Uh, and during this scene, I just put down in my notes, like this show is just fucking gorgeous. Um, <laughs> like I'm watching on a huge TV. The colors are great, especially the close-ups. Like when we cut close in on someone's face, like yeah. the level of detail that's there. Oh yeah. Um, and just like the camera positioning is always just like so perfect. I also noticed that in I noticed this in like the last episode, but like I realize now how like the skies in this show are like so so painterly. Like yeah. literally, mm -hmm. it's never just like a it's never just a like plain blue clear sky. It's always like really cloudy and even yeah. stormy to a certain extent. Like the skies in the show are always really well done. And the skies are always informing the tone of like not only like they don't only match like the tone of like emotionally what's happening in the scene, but they also set like the color palette for the scene, like to match that. Um, like I, I brought up before yeah. how in those those first three struggle for trust episodes, there's this slow gradient of the skies becoming overcast and everything becoming desaturated. And in these three episodes, we have the opposite happening of the skies kind of breaking, the clouds breaking up a bit and things are becoming more and more saturated as we're getting like those small glimpses of hope. Yeah. Which I thought was a really, really cool detail. Yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> and then we get something that I always love in anything, which is a good like dual action sequence where there's like two kind of major uh, fights going on at once. So we have Connie, Armin, and Mikasa uh, trying to wrangle the hair titan towards the HQ. And then we have Jean and, you know, like Rainer, Bertolt, Annie, all Sasha, all of them storming the HQ in this like kind of last ditch effort. And it does. One of my favorite things, like, so if you have a dual action sequence going on, one of the biggest problems is, like, the viewer can get confused, like, when we cut between the two different action sequences. Yeah. Especially yeah. in a show like this, where the two action sequences are, they're flying through buildings and fighting titans. Yeah. And this did one of my favorite things that, a, like, a movie or a show can do to clarify that, which is it has, like, we'll be at one fight, which is, like, uh, Connie and Mikasa and Armin with the hair titan and it'll like cut to a shot of the hair titan like punching another titan and then he'll look over and he'll notice like Jean and the others flying towards the, H the HQ um, and yeah. then we'll cut to them <laughs> and it's just like it's a small thing that you can it, do it, it transitions really well yeah like 
a movie that does this so fucking well is a movie that I love and I know a lot of people don't is Aquaman. There's this fight scene where it's like Aquaman's doing one thing, fighting this one guy, and then a uh, lady, I forgot her name, is fighting another person <laughs> in a like a, a bit away. Um, completely different person, completely different fight. And anytime it cuts between those two fights, the other will always like something major will happen in like fight one. And then at fight two, the other character will notice that thing happening and then it'll cut to them. And like, that's just like, I was surprised that this this uh, show did that because it's not something I see too often. And I like that kind of shit. It was also just like a logical place to cut away because they're like, we have a plan. Let's go. Cuts away from them to build suspense. Yeah. And we don't come back to them uh, for a bit. Yeah. So Jean and his crew, they successfully storm this place. I think a couple people die, maybe one or two. But most of them make it through. And we get this sixth shot. I don't know why I love this so much, but just the imagery of them all smashing through the windows mm. um, into the HQ, I think is so stinking cool. Oh, yeah. That that was that was really cool. That was like really awesome. Yeah. And John, some of Jean's lines like where he's like, I took advantage of my comrades' deaths. And then he's yeah, like, is yeah, this yeah. all that's left? And it's just, mm-hmm. there's, it's definitely, that's a recurring theme in this show is like people's lives meaning something. Mm-hmm. They constantly talk about like, did I die for nothing? Yeah, I thought I, yeah, I wrote down like, he just has this whole internal monologue, like how many people just died because of this strategic call that I made. But at the same time, if he had not made that call at that moment, like who knows who would be alive and who would be dead at this point. Yeah, so it really sets up some good shit for John going forward. Um, some Titans smash through the walls uh, into where they're hiding out in what I think is one of the funniest fucking shots of the show. Like, there's I was, just- was going to say the same thing. This yeah. is like one of the goofiest looking Titan shots. The two fucking Titans just like on their hands and knees smashing their heads through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> they, they look like a mom and dad. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. they did. I was kid. thinking the Mark, same fucking thing. I said the perfect American Titan couple. <laughs> 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 they just look like old Karen and they Dan from down they the look street. Like, fu- <laughs> <laughs> um, like I don't know if it was meant to look that way, but I literally like I actually fucking laughed at that part when I saw that shot. I said that they look. They literally look like a mom and dad, like seeing their kid go off to school for the first time. Yeah. That definitely seems like some pointed commentary, right? Like, I don't think that's unintentional. Like, I think that's yeah. very clearly trying to satirize, like, kind of like the, a nuclear <laughs> American family. Um, but so this is like one of my favorite little sequence of events uh, so far in the show is like them smashing their heads through. Then we have that sick shot of Jean, like, looking out at them through this hole in the wall. And then we get the slow motion punch straight into their faces. Like, right when we almost forgot about Mikasa, Connie, and Armin, like, bringing the hair titan here, just that <laughs> slow-motion fucking, like, incredibly animated punch to their faces. And then Jean has the funniest reaction ever. He just goes, what? <laughs> yeah. The timing of that was so fucking good. Yeah, right. Like, literally, the comedic timing on it was so good because it was, like, it was like nothing but score and like just sound effects mm-hmm. up until then. And then once the punch happens, it goes yeah. completely silent. And yeah, then he yeah. just goes, what? And then it goes <laughs> yeah. right back to yeah, it. The <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> um, and then Connie, Armin, and Mikasa smash through the windows as well. They're like, hey, we're here. Um, I love Connie's energy. Uh, 
once he sees that like this hair titan working for them is like going to work out, he's like, hell yeah, dude, this thing's going to punch all the titans. We're going to get out of here and it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when before he was like, I don't know about this. Yeah. I, I like Connie a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, then we just get some fun shots of this hairy titan just like beating the snot out of titans that are surrounding the HQ. We get that hilarious shot that Ben Snapchatted to our group chat the other day of just like doing a little skip jump and then kicking two like little tiny baby titans like out of this shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a little... Mild detail here. I really love the Titan size comparison title card that they show right about here. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to bring that up. It's like, honestly, like such a... In a show like this where they constantly reference size, like that's just such a helpful tool yeah. to see them. Like just... We've heard a couple of times like, that. oh, that's a 12 meter. Or, oh, I'm going to take down a 15 meter. You know, yeah, like, yeah. keep hearing that. So yeah, having that like laid out and being like, oh, okay, those are like, that's what we're working with. Those are the different sizes. For sure. And then also that card shows us like really shows us like how incredible the scale of the Colossal Titan is. Yes, that's another um, like thing. Like if, if we, yeah. if we weren't like sure of it, we're like, oh, the biggest they've seen before is like one fifth of this thing. I, um, I sometimes when I'm like outside trying to like picture in real life, like what, three, four meters would look like for like a Titan mm -hmm. or 10 meters, 15 meters. And it's just, I don't have a good reference for 60 meters. That would be really cool to see that. But <laughs> Yeah, it would be like a mountain almost, right? Like a small mountain. It's like 150 feet. So what's that? Like 15 stories? Jesus. Yep. Let's go into the city, boys. We'll do a Tea Time with Titan City special and we'll find buildings that are the exact height <laughs> of each different Titan class. <laughs> Take a selfie in front of it. Yeah, that'd be a good bonus episode. Also, the the Colossal Titan, his head looks so much smaller compared <laughs> yeah. to the rest of his body. He's got tiny head syndrome. He's got pea head. <laughs> he does. Yeah. So this is like, this is very much Armin's episode. Yeah. Because these, now these we get- two, actually. Yeah, this, this episode has- a lot of little sequences that really stuck with me because I keep saying over and over again, like, oh, this is the part I loved. But it's like, this episode really does have a ton of good shit in it. This gun plan that Armin comes up with, they find guns like in a back closet or something. Everyone's like, what the heck are we even going to do with guns? Um, because they're in the HQ, but they can't get down into the storerooms where the gas is held because there's seven uh, Titans in there. Seven smaller Titans, granted, but there are still seven Titans in there. So they find these guns and Armin puts together this plan where they're going to drop down on this elevator that goes straight down through the center of the room uh, with all the fucking uh, soldiers there except for seven. Um, and they're going to point their guns off in each direction, lure the Titans close to them, blast off their guns to blind them. And then the seven uh, most skilled fighters are going to be waiting in the rafters to jump down and attack the Titans. And... This is very intense because they don't have their ODM gear. They're completely out of gas. So this is literally like they have one shot to jump from the rafters down each of these seven uh, fighters and hit their target and kill the Titan. Um, I like... So we have a good Armin moment here where he's like laying out his plan. And I like that he doesn't hold back the weight that is going to be put on the shoulders of the seven people that have to attack the Titans. He's like... 
you need to understand yeah. that we will all die if you do not pull this off. So we need seven people who are confident and that can do this. It's also, I mean, it's cool to see something from the opening, like an actual scene that was in the opening is in the show itself. That's always just in general in anime. It's just like, a, yeah, the circling shot around the care or like little fucking elevator of all the guns firing. Yeah. Which is such a cool shot. <laughs> Great camera work in this episode. Uh, and the whole, the tension of when they were like waiting to fire on the Titans. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, the yeah, tension yeah. between that, it was so, it was so good. And just like the cutting between the different reaction shots and like the, the little insert shot with, um, he was putting his finger on the taking trigger. Taking the finger. Yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It was so good. We also have a lot of good Marco moments in this episode. Uh, who we haven't had a ton of time with so far, but we get like, so when they're coming down in the elevator, Marco is the one who's like, everybody stay calm. Don't pull the triggers until we need to. Don't pull the triggers until we need to. And he's staying like super calm throughout the whole thing. We also have earlier, like he has a heart to heart with John where he's like, your call saved all those lives. Like you are the leader we needed in that moment. Some good Marco stuff. <laughs> um, They blast off their guns. People jump out of the rafters. It's like, you know, all the good ones. We got Rainer, we got Annie, we got Mikasa up there, Connie, Sasha. Uh, they jump down, attack their Titans. Everyone hits, except for Connie and Sasha. <laughs> uh, and Mikasa has to come and kind of pick up the slack there. And it's, I love the moment where Marco faints afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I just love that because he's the one who was like, who stopped everyone from pulling the triggers too early. And then like once that tension releases, <laughs> he just falls over just immediately. It's also just... This is like, they finally have a success. Like, this is a big moment, yes, a yes, big yes, win yes. for them. And it works. No one's dead. Like, it worked. Uh -huh. And something that I'm surprising that's just like, it's just kind of, you have to infer it from the scene, is that Titans are dependent on sight. And that's not something that's been explicitly said yeah. yet. Because shooting mm -hmm. them in the eyes worked. Like, that was a plan that actually worked. So that just, that was something yeah. I was thinking on this rewatch, that, like, that means Titans are dependent on sight. That's, like, a feature that they haven't explicitly stated yet. Uh-huh. Right. Um, where do we go now? Uh, okay, so now the storm is clear. Everyone can go and reload their uh, gas tanks. We have another little conversation between Marco and John where... Uh, Marco says, I think you're a good leader because you know what it was to be weak. Yes. Which I thought was an interesting line. Um, because, like, back in those first couple episodes, we had that moment, like, in the dining hall between Marco and John, where John is like, I'm only joining the MP because, because I'm weak. He basically explicitly says that. He's saying, I just want to get to the MP so I can live this cushy life and not have to worry about these titans. But that gives him the empathy because he can empathize like with the fact that that's what like people want. They want to be safe. They want to like live. Um, and so he can have that balance between needs making the right call and, you know, like being empathetic. But then John's like, don't ever say that to me again, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> so they leave the HQ and the poor hair titans getting eated. Munch, munch. <laughs> yep. Um, and... But then the Titan that killed Thomas Wagner shows up, uh, the leapfrog Titan, and mm. fucking hair Titan goes sicko mode and just like breaks out from the Titans that's eating him, goes running at this other Titan with no arms, and then just like completely demolishes this one that ate Thomas uh, just 
with the fury of a thousand suns. Biting into that titan and then tossing it around as a weapon. With no arms, literally. Uh-huh. It was so... Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, and then, Brian, we get a little bit of a baby reveal. Okay, wait. Before you go on to that, I just want to say that I like the small detail that they had with the ally titan that it was actually it was like the most physically fit titan that we've seen thus far because it did that it is didn't, true it didn't like waste it time it's time with eating human beings mm-hmm. but here's another thing though it isn't the only fit titan because we get a body shot of the fucking santa claus titan in the next episode and for some reason the santa titan is just jacked to shit <laughs> i don't know if you guys noticed that i, don't, I didn't notice has, that yeah it's got bulging pecs it's got like an eight pack abs <laughs> ridiculous uh but brian we got a little reveal here okay and also in my notes i wrote the ending aaron aaron's back what how, why, <laughs> in all caps. He's showing us the notes on his camera. It's very funny. What? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, usually yeah. usually, um, most of the episodes in this series end on very good cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was literally, it was, such a, it was such a good cliffhanger. Like, again. Yeah. Now, I have obviously seen this show before, and... Even just watching this again, I knew that this was going to happen. And I even like wrote in my notes, um, excuse me? Because I was like, whoa! <laughs> like, it's such a good reveal. Even the manga volume, I think, ends on this. Oh, yeah. This, it was I such fucking, a good another, twist. Another full page shot. Oh, that's oh there so, he is. That's fucking gorgeous. Holy shit. Um, of Aaron Damn. coming out of the Titan. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, so Aaron, this, so the Titan goes down. And it's the Nafit's neck opens up. Aaron pops out. <laughs> uh, Mikasa jumps down, and we get some just gorgeous animation. Yes, of like the emotions that Mikasa goes through, like realizing that Aaron is actually still alive. Like, just blew my mind. All the little moments there, like she's so sweet. Yeah, and it's such like a tender moment. Uh, and we haven't really had that yet with this character. Well, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Mikasa does not show much emotion at all. And so we get yeah. circling back to the title of the episode. She like presses her ear to his chest and hears his heart. I can heartbeat. hear his heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she mm-hmm. starts wailing. And that's so unlike Mikasa to just hear her like wail yeah. with all of her heart. And again, the animation in that scene is just so gorgeous. Um I was in such disbelief that I didn't I didn't expect it to be Aaron, really. Like when I saw Mikasa running up to Aaron, like to hug him. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was like in such disbelief. I didn't expect it. I don't know what I was exactly expecting, but I wasn't expecting it to actually be Aaron. Yeah. Because I was so sure that he was fucking dead. Yeah, well, okay. So the last thing that happens in this episode, then we can talk about it in a bit more detail, is Aaron has a little internal monologue where he realizes, or maybe it's Armin. Armin realizes like, Armin. yeah, his limbs that were missing, that were chomped off, oh, they're, they're back. back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. So, Brian, I want to know, like, what what's going through your mind at this point? Like, what are your theories here? Because I vividly remember after this episode, like, trying to figure out what the fuck was happening. And, like, what I concluded on back in the day is, uh, like, I don't want to say if it was accurate or not, but it was, like, maybe 
Like it's it's not really what I expected. So like what what do you what do you think is happening here? Well, I could definitely say that I wasn't expecting it whatsoever. I noticed literally as I saw Aaron climbing out of the Titan, I thought it was like I thought it was a Titan that had already existed and he was somehow like you guys you guys see Ratatouille? <laughs> okay, don't get me I started thought he on was Ratatouille fucking, like, right now, Brian. Because first of all, fuck Ratatouille. <laughs> I can't stand that ugly rat. Because I thought fucking... I was like, oh, he's puppeteering it from the <laughs> he inside. He's doing it though. That is really that's a good. Yeah. That's a good. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He's right. Reggie. He's figured it out. Yeah, I literally. That's what I was. That's what I was assuming. Like he's some. I thought. I don't know why. I thought. Somehow he gained control of the Titan that ate him and he was like, and he was literally fucking ratatouing the shit out of it. <laughs> um, yeah, my, I think my thought back in the day. So at this point, what I'm thinking is, is it like when people die, do they turn into Titans? Because Aaron died. Yeah, like a zombie type thing. And then he turned into a Titan. And then like, Especially in these episodes here, we are really starting to see these Titans have distinctive features. Like we had the two that looked like the American couple. I think later on we get like some ones with like weird eyes. We get ones with like cool hair, mustaches. It's like they have these distinctive features. So like at this point, that's where my mind is. Is it like, do people turn into Titans when they die? And then does Aaron just like have yeah. the ability to like survive whatever happens? Yeah, I don't know. I'll be honest. When I first watched the show, I was kind of 50-50 on. I'm like looking at it. I'm like, that looks a lot like Aaron. <laughs> I have a feeling yeah. that's Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I had that spoiled for me, though, which was unfortunate. Really? That was the one oh, thing I had spoiled. Um, but it was like one of those things where I was like, wait, I kind of remember someone said that Aaron does Titan stuff. And it was like, I wasn't sure. So it wasn't like it didn't have any impact on me, but like I did have it in the back of my mind that... Something yeah. like that would happen. I also, up until this point, I called the the Aaron Titan the Kevin Eleven Titan because he looked like Kevin <laughs> Holy Eleven. Holy fucking shit, from he ben does. 10. <laughs> yeah, from Ben Ten. Wow. Yeah, literally. Yeah, he looks fucking like Kevin Eleven. <laughs> That's funny. And Aaron so I called him the Kevin like Eleven ben. Titan a little bit. He's got a little Ben Ten energy. I could see that. I could see that. Um, I so this episode I stinking love it. I'm gonna give it a wall rose. I'm gonna give it a four because it's a great episode, right? Like, no complaints here. Um, I just like I, I'm gonna save that five for my my big ones again. Like I keep saying, I I also would give this a wall rose. These this is honestly the episodes we're going through. It's a very solid batch of episodes. Yeah, and I I love having an episode that like really focuses in on a character. So like having Armin be like the front and center, really learning what his strengths are. And then also kind of having a beat, like a two little B plots going on where we get some really good development for both John and Marco, I think. So yeah, great episode. And then of course, always just throwing in another mystery. Yeah. Yep. Just piling it on top. <laughs> yeah. I'd also give it a four because it had a really, really good twist. I'm sorry. What? What? What are you going to give it? We do this every week. A wall rose. <laughs> a wall, wall rose, rose, baby. Wait, we all have the same. Is this the first time we've all had the same rating for an episode? Maybe. I think so. I think Fuck so. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah, I give it a wall rose because it had a really good twist ending and cliffhanger and a really cool concept with having 
um, an ally titan who's actually Eren, but it's also an ally titan. Eren um, Jaeger. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to episode nine then. So episode nine <laughs> is what happened to his left arm. However, the translation of this on the sub is a much better title, yes. I think, which is whereabout of his left arm, which I think is just kind of funnier. <laughs> I think this title is funny in general. Um, uh, <laughs> let me see what it was listed. I felt like it was like where the left arm went. Um, I could- like it feels like. A fucking like children's novel title, like Attack on Titan yeah. in the Mystery of the Left Arm. <laughs> it's called Where the Left Arm Went. That's how it's translated for the sub. Oh, I love that book. I, I liked when Spike Jones made a, a live action movie of it as a Where the Wild <laughs> oh, Things Are he? reference. Um, yeah, funny episode <laughs> title. So we start off the. Uh... Oh, okay, okay, okay. We start off with our first good glimpse of the Survey Corps. We finally get to spend some time with them. Uh, we like really get to meet Erwin, really get to meet Levi, uh, Hanj. We like get to meet all these fantastic characters in their sick green uh, ponchos, um, uh, cloaks, 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 cloaks. Yeah, looking like Frodo, motherfuckers. Uh, do you like them, Brian? You like the Survey Corps? <laughs> Um, I think that this, the, who's the girl that's in it? The one who's always like really happy and Hanji. Hanji. Yeah. She's having a little too much fun with killing these Titans. Yeah. Well, okay. Something I wrote. So this is like for the first time we just get to have some stinking fun. Yeah. The survey corps are just like tearing through. I'm assuming they're at Wall Maria right now. Um, no, they just left Walrose. So they just set out on an expedition. Remember, Mall of Maria is a very far trek through Titan territory. Right. Wait, so where are they? They're just outside of, um, like they just left. Okay. That's what okay, Irwin okay, okay. says, or Le- Levi yeah, says yeah. to Irwin, like we just left. Like we're already retreating. Right. Um, but yeah, so we, we like flashback to right before everything goes down in trust, they leave to go on their mission to like, whatever, establish bases outside of the wall and like search for the future of humanity. Um, we get some great character interactions. Like, uh, I liked Hanj's little line about, um, how Levi is bad at PR. I always love a good PR conversation. (laughs) Uh, and she's like, you should smile more. Like, <laughs> glowering is bad for PR. Which I find, um, it's very weird, like, how different it is translation-wise. Because the sub, it's along the lines of, they wouldn't like you so much if they knew how fussy you were. <laughs> yeah. Same thing, though. Same idea. Uh, and then, yeah, we get some of the fighting. Han just having a great time taking out these Titans. We finally get some Levi shit. Brian... Levi is the coolest fucking character. Um, is his he? fighting is incredible. We see his like Beyblade maneuver where he spins around really, really fast. <laughs> um, uh, he fucking like lands on this building. There's a shit ton of Titans around him and like these two other people. And he's like, you two take that one Titan. I'll take the two. I'll take the pair. He says, <laughs> Yeah, which is so sick because it's like, 
We si- we just spent uh, so many episodes where we had like six people in a group that can't even take down one Titan. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> and this dude's like, I'll take the pair. <laughs> this is a complete stark divide because we've been spending this whole series talking about how difficult it is to yeah. kill Titans, how dangerous it is, how people just end up getting killed, and we're seeing Hanj and Levi fucking yeah. tear through them <laughs> like they're nobody's business. God, and they're like acting like fucking Marvel superheroes. They take down a Titan and then they drop a one liner like. <laughs> and even while they're fighting like Levi almost has a Spider-Man thing going on where he's like talking to the Titans the whole time and like fucking quipping at them Um, you stupid ugly faces yeah he says okay I like this he says uh, no time no time for a cry baby let's take it like a man shall we when like one of the Titans screams after he slashes its like face yeah but then we get, so like one of the guys, one of the survey corps was being chomped by a Titan before they came in to rescue him. He's lying on the ground. He's bleeding out. Uh, and Levi drops down. And he asks him like kind of similarly to the way that the mother back in like the first episode asked the survey corps like, did my son make a difference? Tell me his death mattered. This guy is on the ground dying. He's saying, tell me it made a difference. Tell me this wasn't all for nothing. My sacrifice wasn't for nothing. And Levi comes back with this incredible speech, like the we made great strides because of you speech. Just an incredible like heart to heart, which is bizarre because before this, like he did just have like that kind of like stoicism to him. And now he's like brings that wall down completely and gives this like touching heart to heart and tells him the torch will be carried on by me. And this whole speech like, you can tell he's given it before. Yeah. This is, like, yeah. a practice speech that he has had to give many times. Um, Definitely. But even so, he's so worried about, like, he asked the girl there, he's like, tell me he heard what I said. Like, did he hear what I said? And she's like, yeah, look at his face. That's a face of, like, what What did she say? At peace. At peace, yeah. At peace. I was yeah. going to reference that exact scene from season one. It's uh-huh. a complete, there, it's the same idea, but such a stark, Comparison yeah. compared to the Survey Corps commander then, where he's like, "It didn't mean anything. Yeah. We're hopeless. We're all gonna die." Uh-huh. And now Levi saying with confidence, "Like, yeah. I will kill all of the Titans." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Um, and so that's like really all we get with them. Uh, Erwin shows up. Good, good guy. Erwin was looking like Chris Evans, motherfucker. And he's like, "We got to go back." <laughs> Levi's like, fuck you, we're not going back. We can go further. My people are not gonna like have died for nothing on this trip. And Aaron drops the ball. Hey, Titans are heading that way. Like a huge horde of Titans were seen heading uh, up north. That means they're probably attacking the walls again. We gotta go. And Levi's like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Sounds good, man. <laughs> uh, but then we kind of get this scene where um, Aaron is reacting like we did. Um, so Back in my favorite episode, the first Trost episode, where everyone gets like fucked up really fast and we're kind of left feeling very bad. <laughs> um, so we cut to a flashback of Aaron after he got eaten. He's in the stomach of the Titan, which, first of all, is a disgusting sight. Yeah. <laughs> with all the it's dead so, bodies. It made me, it literally made me so uncomfortable watching that. Yeah. If, if I felt so uneasy. I feel like there's not much red in this show, except for the, like, it saves it for specifically for blood. And then we just have this scene where, everything is just bathed in red and he's in the stomach of this Titan. But he kind of like has the same reaction we did to that first Trost episode where he's like, holy shit, this shouldn't have happened. We were prepared. We knew exactly what to do. We knew how to fight them this time. How did we, how did it end like this? 
Uh, and he's like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him all with my bare hands. I'm not going to die here. He sinks down into the gooey muck. Uh, and then we cut outside to the Santa Claus Titan and boom, fist straight up through his mouth, which is the sickest thing. That I've was so awesome. It, it was so fucking cool. And then he cool. just like does like a fucking like pause his way out of the body. Like alien style. And boom. Now we've got Aaron <laughs> as a Titan. Uh, ready to fucking rock and roll. And I love that he screams like, I'm going to kill all the Titans. I'm going to kill them with my bare hands. And then he bursts out <laughs> and he just starts killing Titans yeah. with his bare hands. It's like, hell yeah. Um, but then, so over this flashback, we find out that this flashback is actually happening happening in Aaron's head. And he's kind of like talking. He's like, so inside of the Titans head, we, we're hearing Aaron say like, uh, I'm going to kill every single one of them. Every single one of them is going to die. I'm going to kill him with my own two hands. And then we cut to a close-up of Aaron's face back in present moment, and he's still saying those things. He's like, I'm going to kill them all. You're all going to die. And I <laughs> laughed out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I fucking laughed out loud when it just like hard cut to Armin's face <laughs> looking so horrified. Um, and I love, I fucking love this cut just straight to So the last time we saw like, the gang, they're up on the rooftop still in Trost District about to leave. And now we hard cut to Mikasa, Armin, and Aaron just surrounded by just dozens and dozens and dozens of armed guards with their swords out uh, looking terrified. And this, this conflict that they're going to, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Because it's like <laughs> in a world where Titans are the enemy, everything's feared about mm-hmm. Titans, nothing is known about Titans. They're not going to react like Connie acted. Yeah. Like, cool, we got an ally Titan. Hey, man, that was sick. Like, that's how I feel like a normal anime would proceed. Like, yeah. let's kill all the Titans now. We have a Titan on our side. Like, they're terrified. Yeah, and so in- instead we get this. It's almost like a war of words where we have one side that is thinking, um, not necessarily irrationally, they're just like, not thinking as clearly as we've now been shown yeah. that Armin can think. And Armin, so yes. we have Armin who is completely rational and we have this military commander who is being not completely completely irrational, but like still just like thinking very minimally. Uh, he's like threat in front, shoot, right? Um, we find out, so yeah, they're just like there. Armin's mumbling like a madman about killing everyone. And that general's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously he's bad. We shoot. Um, but we cut to John and, and the rest of the gang who we find out have been slapped with a gag order uh, by the higher ups. They've been told, do not talk about the fact that Aaron came out of a Titan. Don't say it to anybody. We also see kind of the ramifications of everything that happened. We see that everyone is just having a bad time. They're freaking the fuck out. Um, and only really a couple of our main characters are like holding themselves together in this moment. Yeah. We also cut up to the top of the walls where we meet up with our old pal Hannes again, uh, who is seeming to be, he's like becoming a bit more wise, becoming a bit more of like a good practiced soldier. Um, and we also see this cool thing that I didn't notice my first time watching. They had like built this net of spikes that they hung on the wall. Yep. So the Titans would like get stuck on it and then like reinforce the wall, which is a cool idea. <coughs> 
Yeah, I thought that was Yeah, really there's cool. a lot of like cool engineering things that they just barely touch. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's barely mentioned. Like I think Hannes says like, ah, they're reinforcing the wall, cool, but it's not like they're like, haha, we made this net of wonderful spikes that we hung <laughs> down from the wall. Uh we have um, back at the Aaron Mikasa Armin scene. We have Mikasa standing between Aaron and a literal army of soldiers, uh, which is sick as hell. Uh, fucking love Mikasa. I'm trying to remember exactly these next two episodes. Kind of a little bit like muddled together for me. Episode uh, nine and ten, just because like kind of the same shit is going on. But I think pretty much this episode ends with Aaron being like. Someone just tell me what the fuck is going on. Because we he doesn't remember what happened with him inside the Titan. He and we have these army people being like, fuck you, Aaron, we're gonna kill you. We have Mikasa being like, if you even touch a hair on his head, I'm gonna slice your nuts off. Um, <laughs> and then Aaron has a flashback. Yes. I forgot how much information was actually given in this flashback, if I'm being honest. Um, there's a lot that I guess I just didn't pick up on my first time watching. Um, so maybe we should ask Brian what he thought of the flashback. Yeah, what you? Yeah, Brian, walk us through this flashback and what you picked up from it. Literally, all that I got from that flashback was that Aaron's father gave him the power to turn into a titan and didn't tell him about it at all. Okay, he he literally I'm just glad like he brought it up. <laughs> he literally just it was a needle, right? Right. And, yeah. And he just says, "I'm going to give you something to sleep." He's like, "Here, son, take this." All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go get the cigarettes. Later. <laughs> Late, homie. Doesn't even tell him what it is. Yeah, but then he also gives him the key. And that's what kind of like sparked Aaron's memory is this key. And he says like, no matter what happens, like you need to use this to get to the basement. Like you have to get to that basement. That basement is going to have the answers. That basement is going to yeah, be this the, is, like, this the is solution another to everything. This is another interesting yeah. translation moment where it's like, when you're so used to seeing an iconic word in the sub, it's very weird when they change it to the dub. Because I'm so used to thinking basement, basement, basement. And they call it the cellar. Oh, base, And they say cellar. They say cellar. <laughs> that makes me so mad. Dude, okay. I also pointedly noticed that. I was like, fuck cellar. No one says cellar. It's the basement. <laughs> yep, that's my rant. <laughs> I mean, it didn't even yeah, affect I, me because I've never. Been. I don't. I don't watch the the sub. <sighs> yeah, that got me a little bit tight. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> um, but Aaron is like. So after that, he's like, "Oh, okay. I gotta use the powers to save my friends." So he like starts going to like. He holds his hands up to his mouth, and in this shot, I notice doesn't have fingernails. Sometimes they're drawn. Um, sometimes don't know they're not. What that's all about? But that's gross. Ew. And uh, yeah, he bites his hand and just like out of pure instinct transforms um this transformation sequence is sick as hell where Aaron transforms into this huge fucking skeletal thing that kind of looks a bit like the colossal titan it does uh, if I'm yeah. being honest i know i noticed that it definitely gives off colossal titan vibes um but he basically just puts this huge body around him mikasa and armin to protect them from the cannons that are being fired at them because they want to kill Aaron because they think he is a bad guy. Um, Can I also just ask, why Why did he bite his hand of all things? It's a good question. Like, out of instinct, he just bites his hand uh -huh. when he's being shot at by a cannon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Once again, this episode ends by just introducing a bunch of mysteries. But oh, and I love this this like slow motion sequence where uh, they try they're like trying to reason with the the army man. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, he asked. This is I guess pretty important. He's like, are you human or are you Titan? And Aaron like yeah. finally shouts out, I am human. And he's like, the general's just like, all right, whatever. Fire the cannons. <laughs> literally, I was like, what a fucking dick. He literally uh-huh. asked him the question and he was just going to kill him anyway, no matter what answer yeah. he gave him. But what a dick. I love this slow motion sequence where he's like raising his arm up and sliding it down. And we see everybody's like instinctual reaction to this. We see Mikasa grab Aaron and just start booking it towards the wall, right? But then yeah. Aaron grabs her and starts running the other direction. And I think it's interesting that Mikasa just like is instantly on board with that. Like she doesn't, she isn't, doesn't like try to force Aaron to go the other way. She turns around and runs with him towards Armin, uh, which I think is neat. But yeah, that's the end of the episode. Uh, Aaron transforms again. And I'm going to give this one a trust. A three. Uh, I liked it. I Now now that we're talking about it, I'm kind of changing my mind though. Because a lot, <laughs> a lot of good shit happens in here. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, I'm changing it. I'm this Titan's going straight to Walrose, baby. Because listen, this conversation awoken something in me, and that's that this episode rules. <laughs> I would give this one also a Walrose. I think I'm giving them all Walroses, honestly. <laughs> can I? Can I just ask? Is Chris's? Um, is his sandcastle Tommy as well? Uh, is that still yeah? Is that still canon uh, in the in the rating system? No. You know, I said it was in a bout of not that I'm going to give this episode that. I just wanted. I said to it know. was in a bout of pure ecstasy, but Chris will just come up with a new rating system next time he's on. Anyways, that's true. That's just Chris. Oh yeah. Okay. Why were you going to give it a Tommy? No, 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 no. I wasn't going to give it that at all. I just wanted to know if that was still canon. <laughs> no, no, no. In Fuck this the episode. Tea time. Lore. Okay. So what do you give it? Yeah, no, I would I would also give it a rose because it it introduces wow, so much. Wow, we're so in sync, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's two episodes in a row. We all gave it the same rating. Because it, oh, it, it introduced a lot of new things, but there were things about it that were confusing that obviously should be explained in future yeah. episodes. Hopefully the confusing whole Aaron biting his hand thing. Yeah. It's setting up mysteries for you. It's not just being like, here's shit that doesn't make sense. The one thing about this episode, even though I get it, I always find the Survey Corps in the beginning a little off-putting storytelling-wise. It just always feels like a weird place to then just throw in the shot of the Survey Corps outside the wall. That's true. I do like that it kind of alleviates a bit of the stress, though. Because I like watching these first couple struggle for trust episodes it's like i am so wound up like i am so fucking tight like it's so stressful it's like having a little moment where you can just see like some people have fun like this is what probably most people expect the show is going to be going into it they expect it to be all stuff like the survey corps just like laughing like flying around doing cool acrobatics and killing titans Mm -hmm. um so I appreciate those like little moments of brevity, but at the same time, I get what you're saying. Like it does feel like a weird, like just like finger snap tone shift. Anything else about episode nine, or shall we move on to episode ten? Move on. Move on. Move on. All right, episode ten. So this is called the response, um, and I did not really like this episode. I'm just gonna say that uh, off the bat. 
Um, really? Nothing. This is another one where nothing really happens. Um, yeah, I don't have that many notes on it. Like, not a whole lot. It's, it wasn't a whole lot that I could really remember happening, really. Yeah, there's a lot of smaller things in it that I liked a lot, but nothing, like, really big. It's a lot of tension building. That's what I wrote in my notes. Like, that's, yeah. like that's really what this episode's I, going for. I wrote that a lot. I wrote that too. It was the tension building. And then I also wrote on the same note that it's really reinforcing the relationship between Aaron Mikasa and Armin. Mm-hmm. Um, like it does a lot to just like reinforce not only their dedication to each other, but also like their roles in this group and how um, the strengths of the one can only truly be their strength when they're being bolstered by the strengths of the other two. Um, so for example, like Armin, uh, only has so I don't know like long story short we just have like Aaron Mikasa and Armin hanging out inside the decaying body of this titan that Aaron created which is a very sick aesthetic I gotta say <laughs> like the smoke like and steam just like kind of pouring down around them as they're like inside this skeleton um and there's a lot of talk Armin's like talking about this key we gotta get this key we gotta go to the basement um and they're trying to figure out how they're going to get out of this situation. And Aaron is like, well, one thing I can do is maybe try to turn into a Titan again and get us all the fuck out of here. But I do have a second plan, which is, Armin, if you think you can talk us out of this, you can talk us out of this. Like, we will 100% like not try to do anything. We won't move. We will just sit here and let you try to talk us out of this. And this is what I was saying about how, like, one of them don't, like each individually does not truly like meet their full potential unless they have the backing of the other two. Armin would not be able to go out there and like speak as confidently as he does and like come up with this plan as confidently as he does if Aaron and Mikasa did not like lend their full 100% faith to him. That's very true. Because he's looking at them and thinking, yeah, these two are so strong. These two are the coolest people on the entire planet. They know what's up. So when they are able to say, no, Armin, you are the one who is smart and can get us out of this, that gives him that push he needs to like truly become like (laughs) big brain brain army. Yeah, and just like, just throwing in that detail that he's the reason that Aaron Mikasa are alive because during the yes. raid on oh Shiga my gosh. Shina, he's the one who went and got Hannes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, we think up until this point that Armin just pushed out and like stayed behind and didn't go running with them. Yeah. But no, he was smart and he went to Hannes. He used his brain and it ended up saving them. Like, And he doesn't even realize that he did that. We also have, so... Aaron, like when he's thinking about the key and like his dad giving him the key, he kind of gets mad at Grisha a bit. He's like, how could Grisha, like if he, if the answer to all of this is in the basement, how could he not have just given that to the people? How could he not, how, why, like, why is it locked in this basement when he could have just said it to everyone, right? Yeah. Like he says, this is what thousands of Survey Corps soldiers have died for. Uh huh. And yeah, I don't know. Not a lot happens. I think it's, uh, I don't understand what this means, but when Aaron transforms, it makes a little flower appear. And it's so always that's, cutting that's back a to mistranslation. That, that is a mistranslation. Is it's it? supposed it to is. be that the flowers didn't get harmed in like during the trans. Oh, oh, okay. 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 That, that's not a power of, t- of Aaron's. <laughs> okay. I was going <laughs> like, to say, he's, Aaron he's fucking is like the flower titan. He's fucking like poison yeah, no, ivy I, now. That was another thing. I was there's a few moments in these episodes that I was actually kind of mad at the dub for just like completely translating something wrong. 
Um, like it's yeah. different to like play around with it, but that's just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So Aaron puts like literally every ounce of his trust into just Armin's ability to think. Um, we have the reveal with Armin like went to get Hannes, and uh, yeah, there's not much in this episode. Um, so <laughs> he this? basically his argument. He goes out, steps out in front of everyone, and he's like, "Hey." Here's the deal, Army General. Don't shoot a cannon at us again. And here's why. Titans only attack humans. Every witness that was on those rooftops will tell you that the Titans also attacked this Titan that Aaron was in. So therefore, he is on our side. Like, speaking in a broad sense in like the grand scheme of the world in this like fight of good versus evil, them versus us, like the facts are he is on our side. Um and the general's just like fuck it, shoot him with a cannon. <laughs> yeah, but it's such, it's so high energy uh-huh. during this scene. Like it's great. It gets the Armin and the captain are screaming, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Armin does his salute. Yeah, um, and- okay, but this is so good because fucking at when he's like fuck it, shoot the cannons, and Armin looks back and Aaron and Mikasa, they're not like, holy shit, we're going to get blessed by Cannon. They still have that confidence in Armin and they just like give him yeah. a nod and he's like, okay, I got this. He turns around, does the salute, like appeals to the like military side of them. Uh, and the guy's just he's like- even, He's even, he's Oh, go ahead. He's convincing the soldiers around. Yeah. Like pretty much the captain's the only one left. That's uh-huh. like, no, they're an enemy, kill them. Yeah, still, he's just like, fuck <laughs> it, shoot the cannons. Um, <laughs> but then- Pixis shows up. Our boy Pixis, who we met a couple episodes ago, who was a cool bald man, um, grabs the commander's arm so he can't like call on the cannon attacks, and he's like, yo, I think this guy's making a pretty compelling point. Look at that. He's even doing the salute. How about we give him a chance here? <laughs> uh, so Pixis takes him up to like the top of the wall, and he has this heart-to-heart with them. Uh, he has a moment, which I thought was the funniest fucking thing on planet Earth, where he goes, Oh my god. Huh, being eaten by a titan wouldn't be so bad if it was a sexy lady one. <laughs> what the fuck was that? What was that line? <laughs> it was so wow. fucking weird. Yeah, and I then it immediately one. cuts to like a scene with like the general, and they're like, and they're ha- having this conversation down at the bottom of the wall where they're like, yep, he's a, he's a little bit loony, that general picks this. <laughs> first name's like Dot, isn't it? Like Dot Pixis? Dot Pixis, yeah. What a fucking name. Um, but so, oh, <laughs> Ben, you'll appreciate this note. I wrote down that, you know, they got their main quest later than the Ravnik Avengers did. <laughs> you're right, you're right. You guys got your quest on episode six. They got their main quest on episode 10 or 9, depending on how you look at it. Oh, shit. In the basement. So, uh, yeah. I guess you can say we're better than Attack on Titan. Um, (laughs) General. So, Armin basically explains to General Pixis that he thinks um, that maybe Eren could lift the boulder uh, that was actually mentioned a couple episodes ago. Armin mentioned, like, very briefly when they were gearing up for the fight in Tross, he was like, our only chance of sealing that hole is this big boulder, but I can't figure out how to move it. So he's like, I think maybe Aaron can move it. But Armin does have this thing where he's like, the general asks him like, were you just trying to save your friends or do you genuinely think he can help? And he's like, if I'm being honest, both. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which is a fun little moment of honesty. And he says, Armin says, like, I really just said that in a moment of desperation and Pixis has a great line. uh, Being desperate to survive is just as credible a reason as any. Yep, that was a real Pixies has a really good like one on one with both Armin and Aaron here. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we have, so Armin, we find out he's like unsure in his Titan ability, which is wild because up until this point, he's all confidence. He's all swagger. Um, and now we kind of see him in a moment where he's like, I don't understand this. Like, I understand this as much as you do who just showed up in this situation. I don't know if I can seal that hole. And Pixis has that great heart-to-heart moment where he's like, you're right. I asked the wrong question. I shouldn't have asked you, can you do it? I'm going to ask you, will you do it? Yeah. Yep. And that just fucking like kicks Aaron's ass right back into gear, right into his mindset, being like, fuck yeah, I will seal. I don't know if I can seal that hole, but I will seal that hole. (laughs) Oh, and we get some sick music coming in as he like has that like rejuvenization back to himself. And yeah, that's pretty much the episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. I am going to give this uh, just a, a plain old... Um, Maria. I'm going to give this a wall Maria. A two. I I just felt like not much happened. What yeah, do you guys no. think? What are your thoughts? I'm going to give it a wall rose. Ooh, straight to... Okay. I very much like this episode. It highlights Armin's strength. It's a very tense episode. Something we didn't even talk about is it cuts back to like um, just like soldiers around every yeah. once in a while. There's just so much tension building. Um, and then that like buildup of Armin just like screaming mm-hmm. at the captain. Um, I didn't mention it. I have in my notes written, Armin destroys Garrison Captain with facts and logic. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, I agree with that completely. My problem is just that that stuff all happens like right at the end. And in the beginning and in the middle, there's just so much of just the three of them sitting inside that Titan carcass, just like talking to each other, saying the same three that, things over and over again. Literally, like I, I wrote it. I wrote it in my notes, but like, why is the smoke? This is like the slowest clearing smoke I've ever fucking seen in my oh, life. Well, <laughs> like it's so. Like, why does it take so long? I think it's a mix of the smoke and the steam from the Titan disintegrating. Right? Is that fair to say? Mm. Yes. So the Titan's steaming. There's probably smoke from the cannon. That's fair. And then okay. that like helps because the soldiers are so terrified thinking Aaron's going to eat them. They just kind of stand <laughs> back and no one's yeah. doing anything. And every, it's They're just a big standoff. And that's just part of the tension. I, I really enjoy it. What do you rate it, Brian? Um, I rate it, what's a three? <laughs> I don't know, Brian. What is a three? What is a it's three? Trust. Trust. Yeah, three's a trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give it a I give it a trust just because I I thought it was an average episode. You know, it was it was a lot of it was a lot of character building, but not a whole lot happened to progress the overall story. Wow, we were so, so I just gave it a trust. This last episode, and then yeah, we, now we were, we're just all, all across we the were board, just all different. Yeah. Uh, okay, so does anyone have any tilfs? We didn't do tilfs last episode. Cause here's what here's my thought. I like the mustachioed one. There's one with like a nice mustache. And I feel like if I was in the eighties, uh, I might have to call that baby a tilf. I thought that the Kevin Eleven Titan and <laughs> the parent titans were all tilfs, all of them. Wait, this is gonna be very confusing because we have Derek, Kevin, and Kevin Eleven. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're two different. They're two different titans, Kevin and Kevin Eleven. Okay, and also the Sonic, the Sonic the Hedgehog Titan from last episode. He's a he's a tilf. Oh really? You're giving the Sonic, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that one. He's I got think that, that might be a bit too kinky. I was I was gonna say the milf. Um, she's a tilf. The the milf. Um, she's a tilf. The the mom looking in and John. 
Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. I agree, yep. Because that looks like, yeah. I'm not going to go further with what I was about to say, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Don't worry about it. Brian, our final, I will worry our about final it. segment. What the hell does Brian think? <laughs> uh, what do you think, buddy? What do you think is going to happen next uh, from what we have thus far? Depends dancing. <laughs> um. Uh, hold on. I have to. I have to. I have to look over everything that happened. A lot. There's a lot in this. These past three episodes here. There is a lot. Um. I hope. I hope we'll get to see more of how Aaron's father gained the ability to give Aaron. I. I want to see how he came up with the whatever the fucking serum is that he gave Aaron it, Aaron to yeah. turn him into a titan. I hope we get to see more of that. Um, to me, that's also definitely like the biggest mystery that's being laid out yeah. before. That in the basement. Yeah, that, that's the one part. Exactly. What the hell could be in the basement that's like the key? That legit is the one part. Yeah. And this, well, but this Do you have any cellar. theories? Like, do, what do you think is going on here? I have to think. I I think that somehow Aaron's father he literally made somehow made this concoction himself maybe by getting DNA oh. from an actual titan and somehow doing some magical sciencey stuff and then he's like here Aaron take this and he gives him a <laughs> Well yeah cuz there is a lot like so far we've seen some of that like cellular <laughs> imagery so far like that DNA kind of imagery in the episodes it's not a bad any yeah. thoughts on like maybe the basement could be a lab yeah, yeah. any thoughts on what like Aaron's father's doing now cuz we haven't seen him in a while yeah no and i realize i realize now that he never we never saw him right. die we literally saw him like leave and that was it. I don't mm. know why I, I thought he like died at some point, but I think I don't really know if I have a theory on where Aaron's father is. I don't know. That's that's a complete mystery to me. It's bizarre because you don't really think about it. Like it doesn't mention yeah. it too much. So you don't really think about it. Yeah. Like I, I I'm honestly I'm in the dark on that one. Fair enough. Well, Brian, uh, it's been real. I hope you ha are enjoying the show so far. I am, um, thoroughly. And I hope you will get off this call so we can talk spoilers. Oh, before you leave, mm -hmm. we are watching next week episodes 11, episodes 12, and episodes 13, Woo! which is part three of The Struggle for Trust. Um, so watch those episodes, come back. If you have not watched anything past uh, what we've talked about so far, Turn this podcast off. What are you doing? <laughs> we're about to talk big bad spoilers. This show is chock full of little fun Easter eggs that we're going to uh, pick apart and talk about right now. So, Brian, um, I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a we'll great see you week. Next week. All right. I'll see you guys later. Adios. Bye bye. I always, I always like to mention that. <laughs> I, I, we talk about anything up to the end of season three, just in case oh, yeah. someone's right, like, right. I've seen season one. I'm yeah. not going to be spoiled. Um, <laughs> um, because especially there's a lot in this that's just... Um, also, Brian's going to be... He's in for a disappointment. If he, yeah, if right. going to find out well, okay, that's, soon what I that was, um, was. <laughs> So the thing I was so surprised about is I that line must have completely slipped my mind the first time I watched it was how early it tells you. It literally tells you that... Grisha turned Aaron into a Titan. And I didn't realize we knew that information from this point. Yeah, I remember it. 
Um, he also, it's it's very interesting that he kind of like says like, you're going to lose your memories for a bit. Yeah. Um, because of this. Um, kind of explaining why Aaron hasn't thought of this up until this point. Right. Um, um, so episode eight, uh, some things I noticed. There was, we see more hesitation from like Barrett Rainer and Annie, like just who, in general. Who are always together. Always together, right. And also I noticed that a lot of the time Marco is with them. So it's not super shocking later on when, you know, the thing happens because it is kind of establishing that he's part of that group. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like general shady shit from them. <laughs> like they just have these looks all the time that they're giving each other and like the way they react to situations, just like their facial things. But the show is so fucking smart about making sure it is also a reaction that could work with the current situation and not exactly. just with the layers. Um, so there, there is something spoiler wise that the dub fucked up and I was really great. annoyed with because in the after they bring Aaron to the HQ, they're readying up to fight the Titans inside. Reiner asks Connie in the dub, he's like, what's to stop him from turning on us? Which it doesn't add anything. We've already had people ask that. There's no mm-hmm. point in Reiner asking it. The real line in the sub was, how much do you know about that Titan? Which makes Oh, that's much better. <laughs> that that has so much, so more, much more implication with yeah. what Reiner knows. Like this these whole this whole episode. Actually, these next few, Reiner, Annie, and Barrett Holt are always the ones that are like in, inquisitive yeah. about that Titan, reacting yes, to is, that yes. Titan. They clearly see that that Titan is a shifter. They know it's a shifter. For and sure. from Marley intelligence, it can they should know it can only be the founding or attack Titan. Right. Little do they know it's both, but it can only be one of those two. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else from episode eight. <laughs> it uh, is funny oh, to oh. see... Um, Oh, sorry, there, go ahead. There, there is a reaction after they kill the Titans in the supply room. Reiner says he's glad Annie's not hurt, and she just completely blows it yeah. up. And like, we now, us knowing their like relationship fully, uh-huh. like that makes perfect sense. At the very end of the episode, when Aaron's getting eaten, we do have Reiner being like, we should save him. Which yes. is Mikasa, Mikasa wants to save him, and then Reiner, Annie. <laughs> Kind of are like, yep, we should definitely save him. Yeah, and they're like, it's because he might be useful to our cause. Exactly. <laughs> um, so something I really like that I couldn't bring up in the main episode. Uh, I guess it's not a huge spoiler, but just I really like the parallels that they are kind of drawing here between Jean and like eventually what we'll deal with with Erwin. Um, because yeah, like later on, the biggest thing with Erwin is like how he doesn't really seem to like have the empathy. Um, and that's why so many people die on his watch. Like it's all about getting to like the basement eventually, but like finding the answers in like a broader sense. Um, but like they are establishing that Jean like does have that empathy. I, I like that little like dichotomy between the two. Something, I don't know up. if we actually brought up um, last episode was all of these Titans and Trost, like the Santa Titan, the Big Eye Titan, you can actually draw direct comparisons to people that Grisha knew oh, in his flashback. Yeah, I... Um, fuck. I mean, I feel like we should save that conversation for later, probably, like, in a broader sense, but, but like, just because that's like, that was such a mind-blowing moment because they do such a good job of, like, giving those Titans screen time, you know? Like giving yeah. them just enough screen time that they'll stick in your mind 
Because like I when it, when they showed those people later on in that episode, I genuinely remembered every single one, like all of their Titan forms. Yeah. I wrote down the line, I think you're a good leader because you know what it is to be weak under the... I wrote it in my normal notes and I wrote it in the spoiler notes, but I don't remember why I wrote it in the spoiler notes. I can't... Probably just because think. of the Erwin connection. Probably. I mean, there's nothing I can't think of. No. <laughs> Do you have anything else in episode eight? No. In episode nine, and that's a fun one. <laughs> Yeah, so my biggest thing was like, like I said, I really did not remember how much that fucking flashback shows. Like, it shows the injection. Yes. Like, and it sh- and it has Aaron like put together the two and two of, uh, my dad turned me into a titan. Um, yeah, very cool. And then, um, Grisha telling him their memories will tell you how to use it. Um. Yeah. 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 Ah. Oh. Um, which we will not find out to the very end of season three that Titan yeah. shifters inherit memories from their past users. And that's uh-huh. what he's talking about. It's like the avatar of Titans. Um, something I really like all, all of Aaron's transformations in these three episodes. It is so fucking good about hiding the lightning, yeah. the lightning strike. It does not show it a single time. Um, and fucking like, so everyone reacts to Aaron transforming the second time and but fucking Rainer, he knows. Like he sees the lightning and he knows. Uh, like you can tell he's like, oh shit. Like he's there's a Titan, he's here, we gotta go see what's going on. Yeah. Another line in the flashback. I am shocked I've not picked this up before. Grisha says to Aaron, if you want to save Mikasa, Armin, and everyone else, you must master this power. Which is exactly the same mm-hmm. line Aaron Kruger said to Grisha. And then Greece was like, Mikasa, Armin, who are those? And then um, Aaron Kruger goes, whose memories were that? Oh, fuck. Wow, that was a lot of like, I just had to like put together what you said in my head over a couple of seconds. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I completely missed wow. that. My last time I rewatched that, that that's the, I think that's the exact same line he gives to Greece. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely sounds very familiar. Um, Fuck. I didn't have much for this episode. I just thought um, the way that they hid the lightning was very fun. Because, like, they don't, obviously, they don't want you to know that the Colossal Titan is a person at this point. Yeah. Which is why they hide that lightning. I I just think that's so clever. Like, it always just shows, like, it's always like the character that they're focusing on in that moment is not focusing on the point where the lightning would be. And that's how it skirts around it. Um, it's just done so well. Um, kind of moving fluidly to episode 10 because they kind of blend together. Like you said, like everyone freaks out when there's the smoke and the steam and they're like, it's inside the wall. Yeah. But like Reiner, Annie, Barthold immediately take off knowing yeah. exactly what that means. And we get like, we get um a shot of like a wide shot of Reiner reacting to it, but then it cuts like really close in on his face of like his reaction and yes. like now we know like it's like oh because he knows this is like the founding titan or the attack titan yes it's like that's 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 something else so cool paying attention specifically to annie reiner and Bertolt's faces too it's like it's mm-hmm. not enough to give you a way that they know exactly what's going on but like now you can see it looking at their faces yeah. um yeah one just final last thing i noticed um they talk about like they go into that little like animation thing where they show the walls and they say the Titans, it was known that the Titans would come from the South. Very small yeah. detail. 
and until we revisit it way back at, way at the end of season three, which I'm probably oh gonna, yeah, I'm gonna keep referencing the end of season three for like this well whole yeah because we get so much information in the end of season three. I didn't even think but of that. We know that that's where the landing is. That the Marley Marleyans drop the fucking Eldians and just transform. It's to the south, so that's why the Titans come from the wow, south. That did not even occur to me. Fuck man. Well. <laughs> Is that it? Is that all we got? Yeah, that's the it for my spoiler. That's list. all I had too. Um, fuck. So, God, what ha- what what do we have coming up next? So we've got we've got like the whole got, filming stuff, right? For once, they actually are gonna do what they say right. they're gonna do, <laughs> which is exciting. They're gonna seal that hole. Ha- fuck yeah! Uh, come back next week when we seal that hole, baby. Uh, follow the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or whatever you're listening to us on currently. Leave us a rating on iTunes. That helps us the butt ton. Uh, listen to our other podcast, Ravnik Avengers. With that, me and Ben are on playing Dungeons and Dragons in the Magic the Gathering setting of Ravnica. Also, listen to Frankly I Love Movies, a movie analysis podcast where they're talking about all sorts of seasonal movies. I was just on there doing Murder Party, a fun little lesser-known Halloween movie. Uh, So if you want to get in the Halloween spirit, listen to that episode. And I guess we will see you all next week when we fill that fucking hole. That's the ending. Did you like it? Cool. I did like it.